Welcome to Game On. I am Robert Affalter, your host for the one show that helps you live a happier, healthier game of life. And that's what we're dedicated to. And as always, I want to explain just what I'm talking about. And it all started for me when I had this experience of, of actually meditating and having a consciousness inside uh, the area I call like a cloud. Everything's gray. Nothing's going on. It was very peaceful, very, I mean, there's just nothing to do. I don't even know how to describe how peaceful that is. There's just nothing happening. And after just relaxing there for a while, ultimately I became bored. And I was ready to do something. And it made me wonder what it would be like. I mean, I was just experiencing, imagine a consciousness with nothing to be aware of. A universal intelligence with no universe in existence. And then after having that experience, I wrote this, this column or this article that I called, In the Beginning I Was Bored. And it turned out, I found out later, I'm not the only one that's had that similar idea, which is kind of a good thing because if you had a good idea, it's probably not, you're probably not the only one to have it. So that was, that was pretty interesting. And then I had another experience where I was playing solitaire on my computer. And Matt, my son, was playing uh, Super Mario on a game right behind me. And I could see him playing in the screen of the monitor that I'm using. And he's just really being Mario, right? And as I watched him, I didn't even think he was being mad. I mean, I don't even know if he was conscious of himself. He was, he was so into the game. And it gave me this idea, what if we created this life so we could have this game of life? It seems like everything we do is some kind of a game. And the more I thought about it, the more I really liked that idea. And then I start looking at it from the standpoint of, of chiropractic, because I'm a chiropractor, I've been trained in chiropractic. And I thought about, we in chiropractic talk about a universal intelligence that pre-existed the universe and created the universe. So what if we created the universe so that we'd have something to play the game in? That's our game field. It's hard to imagine something where you don't have, you know, something to play the game with. Football, you have to have a field. Basketball, you have to have a court. Tennis, you have to have a court. Um, I mean, it goes on and off. You want to play a game of cards, you have to have cards. If you want to play it on the computer, you got to have a computer. I mean, it seems like we need something to help us play our games. So if we created this universe, universe of energy and matter, then the next thing is, well, how are we going to play the game? We need some characters to use to play the game. And I kind of thought about Dungeons and Dragons. I never played, but my oldest son, Sam, was into Dungeons and Dragons when he was a teenager. And a little bit that I knew about it seemed like you had some kind of a character that played the game. And you created it and, and decided on what characteristics it had before you started the game. So again, kind of getting getting back to this game and if you look at games now that uh, my grandkids play where they've got multiple lives they play and until they lose all their lives and they can start over again and then with a new life and i mean it just it's not that dissimilar from what we're doing right from the games we're playing and then i went back and i used um the computer uh analogy because I, for three years, I was a systems engineer for IBM. 
And I thought about our brain as a biocomputer. And at my house, we have Alexa, which is, I think, through Amazon. It was a gift, so I guess I'm not sure real, really where it came from, but I think it's from Amazon. And it's like a little computer interface that's hooked up to the internet. And we can say, Alexa, what's the weather? And Alexa comes back with whatever the weather is. Now, there isn't such a body as Alexa. It's just a computer program. But you can talk to it and it responds. And you have difficulty knowing that it's not a person. I mean, it responds just like a person. Alexa, play some song and it'll play a song for you. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. But we know it's just a program. Now, what about our brains? If, they're bio, if our brain's a biocomputer, is it possible that it can program itself? Now, I don't know just how machine learning works, but it, it, a computer seems to be able to some extent to program itself. However, there's got to be some kind of limitation or it would do like some movies are saying, it would just be out of control and trying to run everything, right? So we build computers and I got to think about what's the function of our computers. It helps us do things faster, um, better, and we don't have to do as much work. As an example, let's say if we can get artificial intelligence, what now we're calling it, right? That's the highest level right now. If we get artificial intelligence to drive our car, my son drives, my son Sam drives a Tesla. And to some extent, it can drive itself. It doesn't decide where it's going to go. <laughs> he chooses the destination, but it can drive itself. It stays in the right lane. It slows down and speeds up and, you know, pretty much can to some extent drive itself. Now, it does that so that he doesn't have to do that. It makes his life easier. If you think about all the programs that you've got in your brain, it's similar to what you've got in your computer. It allows you to do things more automatically so you don't have to consciously think about it and you practice and program your brain through practice right so you learn to tie your shoes you may have heard of the the four stages of consciousness first you're unconscious incompetent you don't even know that you don't know the next step is you become conscious incompetent you know that you don't know but you don't know how to do it the next step is you become the conscious competent. You know that you can do it, but you, you have to think about doing it. So you have to be conscious in order to do it. And then the final stage is the unconscious competent. You don't even have to think about it and you do it. Tying your shoes is a great example. When you're a little kid, you don't know how to tie your shoes. You don't even know that you don't know how to tie your shoes. Somebody teaches you how to tie your shoes and as they try to teach you, you become conscious that you can't do it very good. And you have to practice and you practice and you practice. And pretty soon you can do it pretty good, but you have to think about while you're, while you're doing it. You got to really concentrate on it. But if you concentrate on it, you're conscious, competent. And then eventually you're tying your shoes and you're talking to somebody else and thinking about something else. You become an unconscious, competent. You don't have to think about it to do it. You just do it. And if you think about all the things you can do like that, riding a bike, I mean, there's all kinds of things where you program your brain and then you can just go do it. You don't have to, you don't have to be consciously thinking about it all the time. It just doesn't. So think about your brain as something that you can program, but you do it. You program it. 
Now, what if somebody else could program your brain? When we see this all the time. An advertiser can program something in our brain so that, you know, we think about something and there it is, their program. And then advertising happens all the time. Uh, one of the examples, I think I use this example in the mental, mental mastery course. By the way, you can get the mental mastery course at halfhalteracademy.com. It's HTTPS colon slash slash www.halfhalteracademy.com. And uh, I talk about how we can be programmed by advertising. And I give an example. Uh, A1 sauce is good with steak. Don't forget the A1. So you go to the store and you go to pick up steak and you're pretty likely to have that memory. Oh, you got to remember the A1. You might not go get it, but you might have that thought. And all it takes is to get that thought and you're more likely to go get it. That's why they do it. But they are taking control of our brain. And unless we think about these things, pretty soon we're doing what they want us to do. And they can lead us. Let me give you another example. I just took a, a course on um, fair housing for my real estate license. And they're wanting us to be aware of times when we discriminate and, and times when we aren't even thinking about it. And one of the things they used was this uh, video of people throwing a basketball. And some people had on, it was a white team and a black team. Some had on a white uh, uniform, some had on a black uniform. And the goal, we were told, was to count how many times the basketball got uh, passed by the team wearing white. So I'm focused on that. I mean, that's my goal. Now, who put that goal there? Person that made the video, right? So, so I've got the goal in my mind and I'm gonna really focus and see how many times. And I think I got 13. So you get to the end and they say, okay, how many did you count? The answer is 15, how many did you count? So I did pretty good. Now, the problem with these psychological experiments is it's never about what they tell you it's about. It's always about something else. <laughs> they said, so the question is, did you see the gorilla? And then they show you the video again and you see this person in a gorilla outfit come through, stand right in the center of the group wave at you and walk out again. And I did not see it. I was counting the basketball. Who was controlling my brain? People that made the video. I couldn't believe it. I had to go back and replay the original video. Sure enough, then I saw it. This happens to us all the time and we don't even realize it. We don't know what we don't know. <laughs> it's a, a basic axiom, but if we can start to get control of our brains. If we can take control, if we can stop some of the crazy thinking that's happening to us, if we can wonder about this, where did that thought come from? Why do I think that? Where's the evidence? That can help us. And one of the things I want to talk about today is the Bible. I want to give you the first commandment in the Bible. If I asked, I've asked some people and they didn't even, some people that were really trying to argue a Christian position. I said, what's the first commandment in the Bible? And nobody really thought about it. I'm going to give you the first commandment that I've seen. And this is uh, the first uh, book of Genesis. And after, uh, in verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth 
and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them, and God blessed them, and God said to them. Now here's, here's what I want you to get. Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and subdue it. And I'm not going to go on. That's the main thing I want to get across to you is what was the first commandment? Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. That's the first commandment I've seen where God tells us what we're supposed to be doing. And that's really the first time I really, I, I, I had all these thoughts and I went back and started looking at the Bible. And I saw that and I thought, game on. That was the beginning of the game. We're here to play a game. Be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. So if we're out to subdue the earth, does it make sense then that we're out to see if we can learn how to control, like physics, that's why we do physics, right? To learn how to control the earth. How about controlling this? How about controlling this? <laughs> if this is part of the universe, we know that we we come from energy and matter, right? I mean, this this physical stuff is energy and matter. We are part of this universe of energy and matter. Isn't this something that I'm supposed to be taking control of? And do I do it simply by controlling my brain? Or can I control it chemically? Can I control it using weights to help me get stronger? I mean, there's all kinds of things that if I if I really get after it and want to play the game, there's just different ways of playing the game. And once I started thinking like this and realized that there had to be this duality, and I've talked about this in some other episodes, but there has to be a duality in order to have the game. So we started out with this idea that, that we created this universe of intelligence and matter. But the next thing is that there has to be some way for us to get control of the character that we're playing with. We have to be able to create a force to move the matter around. So if we start out with a universal intelligence that created the universe, all the energy and matter, then we need an innate intelligence, some portion of that universal intelligence that's inside each individual unit that plays the game. So I am Robert Affalter have as my basic self, what I am is an innate intelligence taking control of my brain or allowing these programs to run like I did with the video I talked about where I let someone that made the video run my brain for me. Or I can, I can try to take control of it and not let that happen so much. And, and the more I take control of it, then I start to decide how to control my life. And there's still going to be some, you know, there's still going to be some things that happen that we're we're not in control of. As I've been been telling people, when I started learning to control my brain and and as I work with it, it's amazing how often I'm not in control. The more I the more I work with it, the more I realize how often I'm I'm not in control. And until you start getting after it and start getting with it, you don't realize. You think you're in control, but you're not. It's like having a puppy on a leash and you follow the puppy around. You think the puppy's going where you want it to, but it thinks it's going where it wants to and you're following it. 
unless you're pulling on the leash and getting it over there beside you and saying, heal right here, here's where I want you. You'll find that you're standing over next to a tree waiting for your dog to get done. You're over by the fire hydrant waiting for your dog to get done. You're, you're watching your dog sniff through the grass. Who's in control? The dog's in control. <laughs> and that's like our minds. Too often we're following our, our minds and we really aren't in control. So the main thing I wanted to get across today is, first of all, the game again. Think about the game. I'm hoping this is, is beginning to make more and more sense for you. We're just going to keep hammering this over and over. And then I'm going to I'm going to go into different books and different ideas. And the one I gave you today was the Bible. And we went through the first commandment in the first book of Genesis, which was be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. So figure it out. That's that's the game on. You get to decide how to play this game. And it's all created just for you. So Robert Affalter signing off, helping you lead a happier, healthier life, and encouraging you game on. Thanks for watching. Oh, by the way, <laughs> if you want to, if you're listening on Anchor or one of the other places and, and you want to actually watch the video, you can watch the video through Spotify. And you can log in some of the links you might see. I'm, I'm, I'm sending links around to Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, Twitter. So if you're, if you're following me on any of those, you'll see some links. But if you go to the link on Spotify and log in, you can actually watch the video. All right, something I forgot. I got to try to get that in every time. So if you want to watch a video, you can. Again, I'm signing off. Thanks for listening and watching.